As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Earth Keepers. During the month of July, we're taking advantage of these long summer days here in the Northern Hemisphere to get outside and really connect with nature on a much deeper level. And if you listened to last week's episode, How to Find a Sacred Place in Nature, then you've already selected a place you'd like to work with and hopefully took a visit there in the last few days. If you've not listened to that episode yet, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that one before this one, as this month's episodes each build upon the one before. And of course, you can just listen along with this current series on deepening your connection with a place in nature, and I'm sure you'll learn plenty, but you will learn so much more if you actually participate. Don't worry if you're a week behind or aren't listening to these episodes in live time at all. You can join the fun whenever you're ready. And I would love it even more if you shared your experiences or insights with us over at the Following Hawks Earthkeepers community on Facebook. If you're not already in our community, there's nearly 2,500 other Earthkeepers hanging out, asking questions, sharing their stories, and posting their photos there. So come and join us. And if you did start your adventure last week, how was your first visit? Did you make notes about any of the energies that you might be working with there? When I first did this exploration at Krauss Basin last year, I knew that Bigfoot would be my guide. They had been calling me there for months and excitedly welcomed me in my initial meditation. But when I went for my first visit, no Bigfoot. It's like they were hanging back and waiting for the time to be right which it was in week two. So if you're not sure anything happened on your first visit, don't be disappointed. As we discussed last week, you do have to let everything unfold. For me, week two was like drinking from a fire hose. I couldn't process what they were showing me and write it down in my journal fast enough. So use your own intuition and inner guidance as to where to go and what to do each week. Now, before we get into this week's discussion, I want you to mark your calendars for Thursday, July 22nd at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Why? Because I'm going to teach the Toning with the Earth's Grids workshop again. And if you're new around here, I taught this workshop back in May, all about how powerful of a technique toning is to do healing work with the Earth. And we all practice toning to the Earth together, too. It was super awesome. Except at a few points it wasn't, because we had some sound issues on the call that were super distracting. We also had planned to have a sign language interpreter on the call for our deaf participants who had to cancel at the last minute. And those things were kind of a bummer. But then I realized we could just do it again. So that's exactly what we're going to do. And this time, I'm going to have a helper to manage the Zoom settings so we can all focus on the toning and not on the tech. 
So sign up to join us for this free workshop. I'll share a short presentation about why toning is such a great tool to have in your healing kit, how to find your own unique tone, even if you don't have a great singing voice, and how to work with the frequency of divine love to remove distortions and raise lower vibrations. And then we'll link up our energy and tone to the earth's grids. I heard from so many of you after the last workshop that you had some seriously magical experiences when you started toning during your healing work or out in nature as part of your meditation or journey practices. So I hope you'll come join me to do it again this month. It will be on Thursday, July 22nd at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. And there's a link in the show notes to sign up. Now, for this week's work with your selected place in nature, we're going to talk about how our bodies and our consciousness trigger codes in nature and then unlock wisdom held within the earth. Because each and every one of us has wisdom stored in our bodies that can be unlocked. We have collected it over many, many lifetimes on earth and throughout the universe. All you need to do is set your intention to unlock that information and then take action on the guidance you receive. And I know. It seems too simple, but the good stuff always is. It's sitting right there in plain sight, and we like to ignore it or dismiss it because it doesn't seem all that exciting or maybe just feels unrelated, but it's not. Each little nudge you get is a breadcrumb unlocking codes in your body. And the cool thing is that when we unlock these things for ourselves, we send a ripple out into the atmosphere, making that vibration available for other people. So each one of us doing this work assists with the collective awakening and ascension process. You know how all of a sudden you will receive a download or understand a situation in a way you never understood it before? It's because we've hit a new trigger point in collective consciousness where that information was unlocked by someone or many someones, and that made it available to all of us collectively who were ready to receive it. Pretty cool, right? Now, if we go back to ancient times, there were people who knew how to transmit stories and sound frequencies into stones and crystals, who would be the keepers of those frequencies and that information. And do you know who those ancient people were? They were you and me. Or rather, they are us as the past, present, and future as we understand it is actually all unfolding at once. So these ancient wisdom keepers are simply other fragments of our oversouls, which means that deep down inside, we know exactly how to do this work. We're sharing information with the earth in other timelines and leaving it for ourselves to find in this timeline or others. Each of us has a blueprint of our soul's overarching purpose held in our bones and our consciousness. The earth can then read our energy and unlock what we need in a given place. So the more you work with it and expand your consciousness, the more information that can be unlocked. Okay, I'm guessing if you weren't already on board for this adventure, you are totally going to do it now, right? So, okay. How exactly does this unlocking process work? Well, that's going to take some experimenting on your part, which you're going to do on your visit this week. And your first experiment will be with harmonic frequencies. More simply, 
you're going to do some toning. Sound is a super powerful tool because it bypasses the logical part of our brain. We can't overthink it or second guess that message. It just flows through our body naturally. Sound allows information in our bodies to become a knowing as it's unlocked or released. You may not realize that a particular download came through toning, but the unique frequency that's generated when you tone with the earth can wake up all kinds of knowledge stored in your body. So don't overcomplicate the process. I'll share much more about toning during the workshop on the 22nd, or you can go back and listen to the podcast episodes on the subject. But in the meanwhile, just let whatever tone move through you that feels natural. You can even start by just humming. And since many places in space and time were encoded through sound, toning is like speaking a language back and forth with the earth there. You're making your body an instrument for communication. Think of your throat chakra as a tool to allow the information in your body and the earth to swap details. As the tone moves through you, your body begins to find resonance with the earth and then can trade information on that frequency. Isn't it so magical how our bodies and the earth were designed to work together? I just never get tired of exploring all the cool technology we have access to in our physical bodies. Okay, now the other thing I want you to explore this week is something that may or may not be a feature of the place you're working with, and that's electromagnetic fields. I mean, the earth is electromagnetic by nature, as are our bodies, but some places have extra special electromagnetic fields. You may already know if the location you're working with is known for having unusual phenomena like unexplained glowing lights, sparks that shoot up into the air, or a kind of charged atmosphere. Maybe you can feel a little buzz or a shock when you're there. And if you're working near a fault line, you might be more likely to encounter this as the energy is often discharged around faults. And we're much more sensitive to electromagnetic fields than we realize. In a study where people were blindfolded, driven 10 miles, and then asked to point in the direction they came from, almost all of them were correct. But when they took their blindfolds off, they struggled to orient themselves. So sometimes our eyes are getting in the way of what our body already knows. It's why we naturally close our eyes when we're trying to tune into intuitive information. It helps block out external stimuli that might disorient us. So In that spirit, we'll be shifting this week from what we can see with our eyes, which is what we explored last week, to what we can feel in our bodies. So here are some suggestions for your visit this week. Remember that this is a very intuitive process. And while my suggestions are helpful for getting you started, you should go in whatever direction you're pulled to explore. If you feel like doing something totally different during your visit this week, do it. It's probably your own memories being unlocked. You know exactly what to do. And when you visit this week, be sure to bring an offering and whatever item represents your energy signature as we discussed last week. Ask the guide who is working with you to join you and then wander around a bit to feel into the energy there until you find a spot you feel comfortable sitting for a bit. Maybe it'll be off the beaten path so nobody hears you tone or maybe you want to be heard. It's totally your choice. Either way, once you get settled, take a few minutes to ground your energy and connect with the earth. 
when you get connected, send your energy down into the ground and do a little psychic investigating. Is there anything unusual about the geology in this place? Is there a crystal bed beneath you or maybe even a vein of gold or some other kind of element that might be holding or transmitting information? If so, you can connect your energy to it and tone directly to it. Now, when you're ready to do some toning, imagine your crown chakra opening and invite your higher self to come down and be fully embodied. Set an intention that any wisdom or information held in this location for the highest and best good of all concerned be released to you. And imagine yourself merging with this energy as it's released. Then you can ask to hear the song or tone of the place. You may have to sit quietly and listen for a bit. Do you hear anything? Can you hum along with it or sing it? If so, you might want to record it on the voice recorder on your phone. After that, feel into the electromagnetic frequency of this place. Is there anything interesting for you to know about it? Ask your guide if there's anything they want to show you or teach you. When you feel like you're done, give your gratitude and let the spirits know you'll be back again next week. Then make any notes in your journal that you'd like to remember. And that's it for week two. Now, if you're worried you won't remember all of this, I've linked a checklist in the show notes of what to bring with you and what to do when you're there. So you can print it out and bring it along with you. Just remember to have fun, experiment, and share your experiences with us in the Facebook group. Okay, that's it for this week. Keeping it short and sweet so you can have more time to get out and explore. Don't forget to sign up for the Toning with the Earth's Grid workshop on July 22nd, and I'll see you right back here next week. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.